I'm Carrie Brett, and this is Shot at Love. Have you had enough of being isolated and alone? I hear you. This has been a tough run. I'm bringing the sunshine and some news to get excited about. Today's guest is well-known astrologer and psychic healer, Jill Jardine, and she'll be sharing why this season is the summer of love. Things are gonna heat up in the next couple of months. Singles are ready to mingle. In this week's episode, Jill will discuss how this summer will be a social phenomenon like Woodstock. It's gonna be peace, love, and heart emojis with lots of swiping right. When we come back, Jill will tell us what's in store for our love cast. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. Jill Jardine is an astrologer, therapist, psychic healer, and spiritual advisor. She is also a radio personality on WATD and the host of the podcast Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. She's also a reverend in Sanskrit mantra, and chanting mantras can shift outcomes and can be an invaluable tool. For over 30 years, she's helped thousands of people find power and confidence within themselves and help with important decisions. Jill's my psychic healer and friend who's predicted so many things in my life, and I hope she can transform your life like she has mine. Stay tuned because at the end of the episode, Jill will give an Eclipse Zodiac forecast for the summer of 2021. Astrology and dating have always gone hand in hand, but astrology has been booming due to the pandemic, just like dating apps. Back in January, I had Jill Jardine on the first episode of 2021, where she gave predictions for the upcoming year. But now she's back, and I'm so excited to have her here. Hi, Jill. Hi, Carrie. Thank you for inviting me on Shot at Love. So happy to be here. So great. So you decided to come back because certain transits have played out, and you have a very clear picture of what will be happening this summer. Can you share with us the astrology and why it's going to be a busy, hot summer of love? That's right, Carrie. It's going to be a summer to make a love connection. And as we record this, we're coming off of the eclipse of May 26, 2021, the great bifurcation, meaning that there are many planets in Gemini that open up the summer season. We, we're saying it's kicking off at the eclipse. It generally kicks off at the Memorial Day weekend, but basically with all these planets in Gemini, that's an air sign. They're also aspected by the planet Saturn and Aquarius. So that's all about connection, communication, being uh, out there and socializing and getting your groove back as far as connecting with others, go on those apps, reach out and throw a wide net and meet some new potential mates. Sounds good. So you told me that most people are going to feel this push, like a cosmic push forward. What's happening astrology-wise that's making people want to go for it and start dating? Well, in June, May and June of 2021, as I said, we have eclipses and eclipses tend to end cycles. So we're coming off of the lunar blood moon, full moon, flower moon, lunar eclipse of May 26, which is a big line in the sand, ending old patterns, ending the isolation, 
And then we have a solar eclipse on June 10th, 2021, which is marking a new beginning. That's a new moon. So we're in a cycle now where people can really open up and not hold back. I mean, the energy is pushing people out to connect. All the restrictions are being opened up. And basically people have been isolated and being held back. And this is the time to go. This summer has some really nice astrological aspects with two full moons with the sun in Leo and the moon in Gemini on 23rd of July and 22nd of August. And so, you know, when we get Aquarius and Leo energy, Leo rules the heart, Aquarius is group connection. So we're going to just see a real push by basically the population, but certainly the daters in the crowd are going to want to get out there and circulate. That sounds awesome. So we're in the beginning of eclipse season. Can you tell us how that can affect our love lives? Right. So, you know, if people have been going through the pandemic and their husband's living in the basement and they're kind of fed up with them, it's time for him to to, to leave and find a new place to dwell. And so it's really going to be a time of market change when people are going to end relationships big time. Um, I have a lot of clients who are born in the age group from 1977 to 1982, and pretty much they're all getting divorced. So uh, it is a time, and I can tell you later why that specific age group is is very um, vulnerable to ending relationships right now. But yeah, people are ready to move on. They realize that like, hey, I could have been dead. And is this who I want to spend my life with? And do I want to just put up with somebody else and not thrive in a relationship? So a lot of big decisions in this full moon lunar eclipse on April, I'm sorry, May 26th, occurred with the sun in Gemini along with three other planets. And then the moon was in Sagittarius and Sagittarius is big picture. It's like, where do I see myself in a year from now? Like, do I want to be living this life or do I want to be having fun with my ideal partner? Right. So they're like, I want to get whoever out of the man cave in the basement and make some shifts. And yeah, so let's talk about these people because People are down to business. They're like brass tacks. This is the time this relationship is not serving me or, you know, I want to get married and I want to have a child and right. I'm not going to wait and and things are moving. So what age group? Yeah. So I think for pretty much most of the population, it's this theme of like, I need to live the unlived life because I don't know how much time I have left, no matter how old you are. But with that specific age group that, as I said, they would be in their late thirties, like from about 38 to 44. They're going through this once in a lifetime transit called the Uranus opposition and Uranus in astrology is the planet of freedom. So they want freedom from oppressing situations and they will live that unlift life. So for instance, if they're in a happy marriage or they did the marriage with kids thing and the husband's a deadbeat, time to get out. But if let's say they haven't been married yet and they have dated around, it might be time to find that special one, settle down and have some kids. Interesting. So now we're going to be heading into Mercury retrograde. And I kind of think of like you can start recycling some of the matches or, or right. that recycling pattern happens. Can you talk about that? Like yeah, you yeah. said it wasn't going to affect us negatively because we've gone through so much. Right. And we actually can get a lot of things off the ground and complete things during this time, like push projects through. Can you expand on this? Well, yes, because Mercury is retrograde from the 29th of May, 2021 through June 22nd. 
in its home sign of Gemini. So that may slow it down a little, but it is really, really good for revisiting, reevaluating, reassessing current relationships, but even revisiting, you know, maybe swipes that didn't come to fruition or, hey, maybe that that guy that I met back in this, the fall of 2020 wasn't so bad. I just wasn't in the right headspace. So Mercury retrograde, especially in its own sign, Gemini is a really good time to go back and redo things. And whether that be plans professionally or whether it be revisiting dating apps that you were like, oh no, I'm done with Tinder. I'm done with Bumble. No, go back with a, with a new, um, attitude and re and, and yes, old boyfriends, maybe that high school boyfriend is now getting divorced. So, Hey, check in with them, see what's going on. Mercury retrograde is good for all that kind of activity. The real starts though, will be up and going obviously after I I'd still tell people do the astrological one-on-one don't buy new cars or computers or electronics during a Mercury retrograde cycle. So after June 22nd, it's full speed ahead. But use this three-week cycle to really revisit some situations that actually could come to fruition at this point. Right. So no major purchases, like right. don't buy a house during this time. or Yeah. No big ticket items, no washers, dishwashers, dryers, no cars for sure. Because Mercury rules transportation. If you're going to travel, you can travel, like especially if you wanted to go somewhere, but COVID got in the way, you could probably take that trip now. Uh, it might be a little dicey for getting like the um, buying tickets because there could be changes in itineraries, which actually the airlines are doing that all the time. You think you got a ticket and a really sweet itinerary, and then next thing you know, they're adding on another city layover. So mm. just be on top of that. Right, right. But, you know, it is a good time to revisit different opportunities, like you said. Dating is such timing. And I know with my relationship with my boyfriend, who you encouraged me to go on a date with, he came, you brought him into my field a year prior. Right. And then I talked to him for a month and he was dating someone else and I was dating someone else. And those two relationships, you know, dissipated so that we could be together. And but I think I, if I look back to that time, I was so ready. It was like, right. I can remember being like, I'm done with this. I want someone to show up in a big way and really be present and like take over. And, but I, I think my will and my intolerance of what I had gone through really helped manifest that. But the, another thing that I want to bring up and, and talk to you about, and I mentioned you on my last podcast, no, my last episode, not by name, but it was you who basically told me, Carrie, you will find love. And if don't have a shred of doubt whatsoever. And you said, I've known you for a really long time. And ask yourself, if you really wanted to get something and you went for it, didn't it always work out? And I was like, yeah, it's true. So can you talk about the energy of like knowing and having like a good attitude about online dating and, and showing up like a winner and showing up expecting it? Because you helped me tremendously in my life. Yeah, I would say that for people who, I think a lot of people are ready to go back to that point. They've spent, they've had about a year and a half here to get ready and know what they want and what they don't want. And that's a big piece of it, knowing what you don't want 
And we talked about this off mic about how people should really be open to maybe finding a different type. You know, everybody's hooked on like, oh, my type is the athletic jock guy who's, you know, borderline narcissist. Well, maybe that shouldn't be your type anymore. Maybe you should get like a nice guy who you can go hike with or something like that. But regarding about being ready and empowered, yeah, it's really about coming into a place of self-worth and self-deservedness that like, I'm ready and I I deserve this. I, I deserve a good guy. I don't deserve a slacker or a loser or one of the, you know, previous types that disappointed me. So it's really coming into alignment with what you deserve what you want and not being arrogant or aggressive or pompous about it, but just being almost like detached. If this was somebody else and you were advising them, what would you tell them? So following almost like your own advice for someone else is a really good idea and not having the attachment, whether, you know, whether this works or not, it really is out of my hands. It's in my divine, my divine self's hands. It's in my higher self's hand. It's in my soul's hand. So let me align with what I can do in my, my personality self and let me align with my soul self and it will be a win-win. So I guess confidence is huge. Empowerment is huge and sort of detachment from outcomes. Cause when you can detach from an outcome, you tend to have more success. And you know, we know how men are like, if you detach and you're not pursuing them, they're going to come running after you. Right. So if you hold on too tightly, like that's energy. Like if you're like, this is my one moment, this is my, this dating app has to work or this date has to work. Well, that holding on too tightly is almost like desperation energy. But right. if you just hand it over to the almighty and say, I'm showing up the best I can, I'm positive, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough. You know, it's like you. Gosh, darn it. People like me. <laughs> Stuart Smalley. <laughs> but you know. You just have to trust and know that it's going to happen. If you do the work, you know, feel the dreams. If you build it, they'll come. Like, it's going to happen. Right. And the other piece about that is if you are in true alignment with self and uh, psychologically, physically, emotionally, personality, soul-wise, you'll know if somebody's going to be a dud or not before you even go out and meet up with them. You won't even waste time. You'll be able to siphon out these are the good ones. These are the losers. These are the ones who really want a relationship. So use your own intuition and your own sense of worthiness to kind of fine tune the process as well and eliminate before you waste your time. Right. So if you keep that bar high and if they are not showing up in any way, move along, Right. move along, you know, because nothing to see here. Keep on moving. (laughs) Right. Right. Totally. So I want to go back to I want to touch upon what you mentioned earlier, which was traits and how we should lose stereotypes. And this is a new paradigm now. We've all changed. We're not going back to the old, you know, right. it's just this, everything is different. And so everyone is like true to their Zodiac sign and has different traits. But can you tell me why you think people need to do away with having a type and why people need to really work on approaching dating with an open heart. Right. Open heart, open mind, and it's an open field right now. So again, don't limit yourself by saying, oh, I only like this type. Really, it's about trying something new. This is actually coming in from the planet Saturn, which is in the sign Aquarius, okay? And Aquarius is the systems buster, like do something different. 
Saturn in Aquarius is saying, let's break up the old paradigm and try something new and different. This is for society and individuals. So break out of your molds, break out of your types, and really be willing to take a risk of sorts too, and look for something new and different. And, you know, I talk to a lot of clients about relationship. That tends to be one of the biggest questions that they ask me when they come for an astrology or a counseling session. And so many that actually have success in love or in a relationship, I always hear them say, well, it wasn't really the kind of guy I would normally go for. So true. So that's that's a very key thing. You know, that means open your mind and don't go for your usual type, but try something new and different. And like I said, it's an open field right now. There's a lot more people available because so many relationships have broken up thanks to the COVID cloistering and secluded sequestering of 2020. And even into 2021, you'd be surprised how many people still were hesitant to go and start dating. But I think that this summer is blasting that all open with all the Gemini kicking it off, Saturn and Aquarius. Jupiter and Pisces is having people come into their heart and really want to make heart connections. It's interesting how people show up are not that package that you think that you would like. Right. And they show up at the strangest times too. So it's like, this is a, this is all part of the bigger picture. And I think people are really looking at the bigger picture and they've shifted what they value, right? And exactly. So, and so this period of time is a wake-up call and people are really serious about getting serious. And I just... I just found a recent survey from Match that 70, I think it was like 71% of people online want a long, like want to get married, like want a right. long-term relationship. And they're, none of them want to deal with the hookups or any of that. They're really looking for something long-term. This episode of Shot of Love is brought to you by Akal Chai Rum. Akal Chai Rum is the world's first botanical rum. Recognized by the government of Trinidad and Tobago as having the first new production process for rum in over a century. Akal Chai Rum is an officially protected trade secret. Only the second such protected process in the Caribbean since the famed Angostura bitters by Don Carlos Siegert in the 1870s. Akal Chai Rum is available in 44 U.S. states on chairum.com. Also available in the Republic of Ireland on stuffyouneed.com. Try some today. Right. I mean, people want to get rid of the fluff and superficiality and find deep connections, find real heart connections, heart and soul connections. And so that means that they don't want small talk. They don't want, you know, people who are deceptive. They want, they want truth. They want real connection. They want real values. I mean, this again is related to Saturn in Aquarius, Jupiter in Pisces is really going to push that love connection. This is my soulmate. Hey, I know that guy. He seems so familiar. Oh yeah, I knew I was married to him in a past life. I mean, I think we're going to we're going to see a lot of interesting ways that people are going to connect. A lot of what Carl Jung called synchronicity, which when you're in the right place or right time even though you don't realize that you are, magic happens and I think everybody should strive for that. I mean, it's sort of something you can't really manufacture. It just has to do with going with the flow and trusting yourself and being confident and being willing to try something new and different. And also having a good attitude about it. Like exactly. expect the unexpected. 
you just don't know. So go out more than you would normally go out. And I think it's really interesting, the timing of you being on the show, because tomorrow they're lifting the mask restrictions. And how do you think that is going to play in as far as the pandemic push to get back out there? Well, I think there'll be a lot more kissing with the masks off. There won't be any uh, interference. But the other thing, I do have something to say about that, but I just wanted to also talk about another astrological aspect that's going on pretty much all summer, and that is that planet Saturn in Aquarius is squaring Uranus and Taurus, again, kicking up the synchronicity principle of being in unexpected places at unexpected times and meeting people unexpectedly. And to answer your question, I think it's going to bust things wide open. And I hear a lot of my female clients say, I just want to kiss a guy again. I just want to hug a man. I just want to make physical connections. So I think the demasking will make people more comfortable. Not everybody, because some people will still be a little bit fearful. And remember, get rid of fear, um, because it is a lower vibration and it will open you up to, you know, lower vibratory experiences. But People will be more willing to connect. I think, like I said, we'll see a lot of kissing this summer and we'll see a lot of um, physicality and reconnection after people have been isolated and separated. And I think people are losing the masks, not the mask to protect yourself from COVID, but the masks are falling off of people and they're being more themselves and they're being more real because life got really real and really hard fast. So I think more people are going to be showing who they truly are faster. Right. Well, what happens, a lot of people did take losses. I mean, they they lost people in their lives or they lost their jobs. They lost their way of lives. There was so many losses in the past couple of years because of the uh, pandemic. But And so what happens when people take a lot of loss or take loss in their life, they get really humble they have humility, and humility is one of the expressions of the soul, and thus they want to make real heart connections, and they want to be real. Yeah, definitely. So you talked about helping other people, finding love, or getting in the right mindset. What is some of the, what's like the most popular question that your single clients have around finding love? When am I going to meet the guy? Tell me, look at my chart. When am I going to have the good aspects? And I also do Vedic astrology, the astrology uh, system from India. And that has these cycles called dashas. You know, when am I going to be in a love dasha? When am I coming into my love cycle? And so I, I will give them dates when I see like the planet Venus is very strong or Jupiter, which is a luck. You know, there's definitely things we can see in a chart which would show relationship opportunities but, you know, they shouldn't be limited by that. And that um, that just opens the doors. But the client or the person looking for love still has to walk through it. Right. Yeah. God help. My mom always says, God helps those who help themselves. So and it's true. Like I ask you for different business opportunities or different projects. And you can look at my chart and say, this is the month to do it. Or this is the month to... You know, I've already found love, but you guided me through that process and you've been super helpful. Yeah. You- and and on, on that point, not every time is a good time to find love. And so if you know that like, oh boy, you know, Venus is afflicted or, you know, Saturn's conjuncting my Venus, certain transits that aren't so good for love, what do you do during that time? Well, you bring the focus on work 
or another aspect of your life and be very productive in that aspect. And then, you know, ding, 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 it's Venus transit time, time to get out there and find your man. (laughs) So now on a serious note, you're right. Like a lot of these relationships did not withstand this global health crisis or they've, you know, someone's looking to date or they they're tired of being alone for however long and they're really looking to start over. What would your advice be for them? Well, I mean, I have clients and friends in all different professions and a lot of them are makeover people. I would say that people like get a new attitude, like you said, and make a new you. I mean, get new clothes, get a facial, you know, really spruce yourself up, but do it for yourself. You know, do it for yourself, create a new you, get lighter, get brighter, get happier, go listen to my recent podcast and happiness mantras. Uh, but really, really do try to give yourself some self-improvement out of love for yourself, not to like entice or for anyone else. If it comes from like, Hey, I deserve this. I'm going to get myself some new clothes. I'm going to go to have a spa vacation all that is going to show up because you're going to raise your vibration and then be attractive to someone who can match you at that vibration. Right, right. No, it's true. If you like right. love yourself, then you know you've got this, then you're going to have confidence and there's nothing more sexier than confidence and showing up that you you have this and now you can slap on some lipstick and some lip gloss and, you know, have that winning smile and... <laughs> positive attitude and, and things are going to shift. And as you know, I always give them love mantras such as aham prema or om radha krishnaya namaha, which are Sanskrit mantras, which make you vibrate that love frequency. Yep. And that's easy. Aham prema is one of the easiest chants and do it 108 times. And I've mentioned this before in other podcasts and it's very powerful in shifting your outcomes and shifting your vibrations. And it doesn't take that long to do. So all of your years counseling clients around love, what is the most common mistake women make in dating or in relationships? They're too eager, too aggressive, too forward, and come across as too desperate. Yeah. And... They make themselves too available and too easy for the man. Right. And they don't have them work, you know, right. chase them. Right. Like like I try to tell them, every man is a hunter. They like the chase. Give them something to look forward to. Don't make the conquest over after one date. They're going to move on to the next. Right. So can you think of anything else? Because we've talked about relationships and finding love and You've been with me through this whole journey as I've created all these different things. In closing, what what piece of advice do you think would be really imp- important for someone to hear about how to be successful in finding love? Well, I think that at this point in time with the astrology of the summer of 2021 and what's supporting people's efforts this summer is to throw a wide net, meaning try things such as the apps, the dating apps, but also now that everything is opened up, go to those sporting events where those men will be hanging out. Go hear concerts, live music is coming back. Go sit outside at the restaurant and watch the people come in and out. You might catch someone's eye. Go back to a bar. The bars are opening. 
do all of this because as we know, you you only live once in this particular body, although we have many lives, but this is the time we were deprived of all these opportunities that we took for granted. And now it is time to go out and throw a wide net and enjoy yourself and in your own happiness and in your own experiencing life joyfully, you're going to attract somebody who will vibe with you. Amazing. So now is the great part of the episode that we've waited for, where Jill is going to give us her eclipse zodiac forecast. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah. So coming out of the eclipse, what the lunar eclipse does, it activates a polarity in astrology. For instance, the lunar eclipse on May 26th, the sun was in the sign Gemini and the moon was in the sign Sagittarius. So I thought it would be fun to go through the zodiac signs and give the forecast for each zodiac polarity. So listen up. You're going to be paired with your opposite sun sign, which may allow you to realize that opposites do attract. So the astrological activations for sun signs during eclipses, starting with Gemini and Sagittarius, tag, you're it in the ecliptic game of tag. Eclipses offer opportunities to release and let go of outmoded ways of being old relationships. Remember, the choice is yours. You can willingly release or the universe might decide to take something from you. Be proactive. Seek opportunities clear the eclipse karmas before they play out in the coming months. And in Vedic astrology, one way to clear karmas is to make financial donations to those less fortunate. These eclipses affect your first house of self, Gemini, and your seventh house of relationship, which is where Sagittarius is. There will be endings in relationships, friendships with other people as you evolve into the new you and you're ready to make new love connections. If your husband is still living in the basement, it is time to kick him out and start fresh. The next polarity is Cancer and Capricorn. So this is kind of a big deal for Cancer and Capricorns regarding money and finances. It is your financial axis in astrology. So love is good too, because eighth house, which is being activated for Cancer and Capricorn has to do with other people's resources, other people's psychology, and even bonding in a deep way with situations like sharing money and sex. So look for those opportunities, Cancer and Capricorn. Also, you're probably going to come into new ways of making money in the next six months. Certain sources of income may go away, but sources such as inheritances, insurance settlements, and money from other people and unexpected places can show up. Leo and Aquarius, your communication, education, and travel access in astrology is wide open. Opportunities for travel, both near and far, will appear in the coming six months. Go for it. Go to places, even if it means getting in your car and driving up to Maine and check out the scenery and go to a bar on the beach, and who knows, maybe you'll meet a tall, dark stranger. Also, self-enhancement through education or trainings 
Self-help workshops are very good for Leo and Aquarius in the coming six months. Fine-tune your communication powers. Upgrade your electronic devices like computers and phones after Mercury goes direct after June 22nd. You are coming to a new level of self-expression, whether it is personally with other people or through bigger platforms and venues. Virgo and Pisces, your home and career access is activated during this eclipse cycle that goes on until November. So make much needed improvements in your homes, whether it's buying or selling houses. Reevaluate your career path. Professional life changes will come in. Focus on Dharma and the big mission. What's your big mission in relationship, in career, in home? What's the right livelihood for you? Are you living in the right place? Maybe there's another place you could move to where there's more singles. What is the right place for you geographically and dharmically in the world right now? And you may be entertaining more at your home or bringing dates home. So make sure everything is clean and clear. Get some feng shui done. Libra. And Aries, this is your creativity house, house of romance. So guess what? Turn up your love life and your love lights. Express your creative self more, align with your soul talents, create a future and alignment with your bigger dreams. How are your children doing in your life? Do you see children in your future if you don't have them? How will you make your life better to prepare for them? Heal your DNA seven generations back and seven forward. Make the world a better place for future generations and your future self. And go out and have some fun. Recreate. Go to those sports events. Fifth house is groups and recreation. So recreate and recreate your life and your love life. Scorpio Taurus, your spirit and health access is activated. Be vigilant in taking care of your physical vehicle, which is the temple for your soul. Eat right, clean up on the diet, exercise, get outside, breathe in the fresh air, expand your lungs. Maybe go walk or bike that hiking trail and you might meet Mr. or Miss Wonderful. Connect with your soul, take care of yourself, get yourself ready. Look to connect with your soul through meditation, going out in nature, and improving your alignment with spiritual source. And then give it all up to God to meet that special someone. That's amazing. Thank you so much. That was so great. So Jill, where can people find you, get a reading from you, follow your podcast, listen to you on the radio? Okay. Thank you, Carrie. Um, My website is Jill Jardine, J-A-R-D-I-N-E, astrology.com. You can book appointments and schedule appointments through that. I have a podcast, Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine on all major podcast platforms in our Shakti network with Shot at Love. I also have a radio show Sunday mornings on WATD 95.9 FM. You can find it on the internet or at Boston Radio. And you can also find me on Facebook, under Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine and Jill Jardine, astrologer and spiritual advisor. That's so great. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you, Carrie. This was a blast. And your time today. I loved it. 
And now for this week's Tinder tips, which are inspired by the summer of love. Number one, be positive and have fun. Remember, a smile is the prettiest thing you can wear. Number two, don't go on an emotional roller coaster. If you have to chase love, attention, or affection, it isn't worth your time or worth having. Number three, always be yourself. You'll never be too much for someone who can't get enough of you. I hope you found some of my tips helpful this week. This is what Shot at Love is here for, to help you find love. Keep up the commitment to yourself and commit to helping someone else by sharing this podcast. Remember to stay safe and stay tuned for more episodes. I want to thank Feedspot for naming Shot at Love Top 10 in Dating Podcasts. If you like this show, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. I'm Carrie Brett, and we'll see you next time.